0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg.
0: In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing.
1: Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself,
2: what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and
1: plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
2: Special guests and off topics in this segment, anything goes. You're listening to 3 p.m.
1: Damn, bro. That that was a truly insane story. Yeah. I'm so stressed. Yeah, <laughs> So it's super alarming that that's not your scariest story. <laughs> I'm almost like scared to continue.
3: <laughs> this story is not as it's not as slow burn. It's not going to give you heart problems again, but it's scarier to me because I don't have an explanation for it. That last story, I can kind of rationalize it in my head like, oh, it was messed up, but people are like that out in the world. This one, so in a single week in the year 2018, I had three separate sleep paralysis encounters in one week. That's, I'm just going to leave it out there. This is a sleep paralysis story. Everybody. Everybody. You don't know what it is? Look it up. Pause the episode. Google it. <laughs> look up some horror stories about it. It's a crazy thing. <laughs> Basically, do I need to explain it? You want to explain Maybe it? Maybe just a super brief. You can just super brief. Give them an explanation. Give your give your listeners an explanation of sleep paralysis.
1: All right. So, scientific side of sleep paralysis is your your mind wakes up, but your body's still asleep. And what happens is your brain has a mechanism to shut off all your bodily functions so that when you dream, you don't actually like punch yourself or (laughs) something like that. So what happens is sometimes your mind wakes up and your body's still asleep and you're left with paralysis. You can't move. It's super alarming. You as hard as you try, you can't scream. You can't make any noise and it can be very, very stressful. Very, very terrifying. That's the scientific side. There's also a huge world of like supernatural aspect to sleep paralysis. A lot of people talk about seeing figures, um, feeling demonic or evil presences around you. Um, It has this scary connotation. And the more you talk about it, the more it happens. So good luck listeners.
3: Oh shoot. Mine doesn't have anything paranormal in it. Kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) got us so the the one thing i'll say is like what like you said where your mind shuts down and your your body shuts down your mind doesn't the way i like to explain it is like if you like turn on your phone and it's still on the lock screen that's like your body so like you're awake as a human being but nothing that usually works is working it's all locked down that makes sense so like you just said i had that happen to me three times in a single week of my life And I've never experienced it again. I've never experienced before this point. I knew of it beforehand. So I knew what it was as soon as it happened to me. But the way, the frequency at which it happened and the way they all connected together really has an impact on my life like to this day. Frick dude. So I'll set the scene. So I was in my, I just, I I was about to finish college. I was living at home, like commuting to college. And I was living in my mom's house, my dad's house. And basically the way it was, was it's a three-story house. Third story is an attic that's been turned into a living space. And I was living up in the attic. It's very cold, it's very drafty, and it's very isolated from the rest of the house. It has its own bathroom, everything. So when I would get home from school, I would kind of chill out up there like it was a whole space so I had my bed set up and I had my desk and it was all like right next to each other so like my bed was my couch my bed was my everything so when I would go to sleep I would kind of just pass out wherever because it was just my space so I think that is a part of what caused the sleep paralysis because I was so used to just falling asleep doing whatever I was doing you know what I mean especially at the time when I was in college and just doing whatever. And it was like my parents' house. It was just like, that was the whole mood. So this one week, it was like maybe May. I was up there. I was making music. You know, I was watching TV. I was listening to a podcast, all all like intermingled. I don't even, don't even really know. But I remember the last thing I remember before the experience, I was laying on my bed, listening to a podcast, just dozing off kind of, sitting there, arms crossed, looking at the ceiling, chilling, like as chill as it could be, like no problems in the world, nothing I had to do, just just relaxing, ready to like, just doze off whenever I dozed off type of thing. I remember starting to get tired, maybe around, I'm not gonna say 3 a.m., but it was probably around 3 a.m. Um, and something happened that never happens my little sister opened the door of my room middle of the night while i'm sleeping i'm just laying there my sister bang door opens i get up in bed she's staring there not moving not speaking just looking at me and she's got a lap <sighs> and she's got a laptop in her hand and i'm like what are you doing and Almost like monotonously, she's like walking over to my bed with the laptop as if we're like in an office and she's like bringing the laptop, like it's open, like lit up like the laptop. And it's at this point that I realize this is a dream or something like a dream. It's not real because it looks like my sister and it looks realistic, but it's three in the morning and something is off. Like something in my brain told me this is a dream. This is not real life. I don't remember falling asleep. I can still hear the podcast. But this- Wait, did
1: you just hear something yell? Stop. Did you just hear something yell? Stop! No. Did you f- hear that,
2: bro? <laughs> pl- don't play no jokes right now. I did. I swear. I swear. I heard someone in the background say either "help", help or "sal." I heard "help." Oh, guys. By the way, I'm a ventriloquist. No, I'm kidding.
3: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Stop, stop. I didn't do anything. I swear. Oh my gosh.
1: Okay, keep going. Keep I'll going. just try to freaking forget Not to think happen. about yeah. that
3: happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I got to go. You're making me want to get up and like search my place right now. Oh my goodness. Um I realize it's a I realize it has to be a dream. There's nothing like my sister has never like come into my room like and let alone she's never come in my room like with a laptop in her hand. I'm like this must be some like thing In my brain, just like recycling. You know what I mean? Like how dreams are. Because I'm like, but I can't like, it's so real. Because I don't remember falling asleep. So I'm like, what is going on? And then she sits on the foot of my bed and just starts like typing away on her laptop. And I go to say something. I remember my mouth opening with a thought in my head to say something. And then... Snap of my fingers. I'm back laying down. My sister's gone. The door's closed. It never happened. In the split second, she gulped, I, I stood up. She walked in my room. Snap. Never happened. Psych. That was a dream. I'm back in the same position. I'm laying down. The podcast is still playing. It's been playing like I've been following it this whole time type of thing. But now I can't move. I'm paralyzed. Just like that. One second, my sister is walking in my room. I think it's a normal situation. Boom. Nope. You're in a dream. You're sleeping. And by the way, you're also paralyzed. Before I can even fathom what's going on, because I've never experienced this before, I feel a breath on the back of my neck. Warm. Like, slow. <sighs> slow. Right on the back of my neck. And I feel... Legs and arms, grappling me from behind, almost like you—you know, like a koala hug, it, like that from behind, like a, like a little kid is like give—you're giving a little kid a piggyback ride. But you're laying on your back on the bed, right? No, I'm laying on my side. I always sleep on my side.
2: Oh. This reminds me of uh, we told a story from another listener. Her name's Autumn, and.
3: Yeah. So it's like, so just to backtrack a second, I'm laying there, like chilling, like not really sleeping, just on my back, listening to a podcast. My sister comes in. I get up out, like I sit up in bed and then without even realizing as if it's like a flip of a movie scene, I'm laying on my side as if I've been sleeping the whole time. And then, so I feel these arms and I can't move. So I can't look behind me, obviously, but I, I can move my eyes, I realize. And I look down like, towards my torso, and I see legs. I see legs, bro, coming around my waist, and they're not just legs. They're pitch black, tar black, black, like, and I can see little, like, hairs on them. I can still picture this to my day, like, hairy, like, Like, just like male, masculine, like legs coming around me, like very long legs, just like Slenderman, like spider-like coming around me. And I feel... like they're jet black. Jet black. Yeah. But like little, I could see the little like hairs glistening on it too. Like also black, like, but it's like, I can, like, it was so vivid. Like I can remember this texture. Like that's one of the only things I remember. And... I can feel a pressure on my chest, but I can't look that far down without my head moving. So I assume arms were also coming around me. I can feel the pressure, like he said, with the story another listener told, I feel like I can feel it getting tighter and tighter. And people that have sleep paralysis say like they feel like they can't breathe or they're dying. I can attest to that. Like I thought I was like, I thought I was gonna die. Like it felt menacing. And then it laughed. Oh. And this is the part that this is the part that ruins it for me every time. The way it laughed, as soon as I heard the laugh hit my ears, I felt like I don't know how to explain it. I felt like this thing was my brother, my little brother. I don't know how to explain it to you, but the way it like grabbed me and laughed like maybe some memory in my head kicked in of like me and my brother like wrestling when we were children or something. And like, it was as if like it was using my memories to like trick me into thinking it was my brother or something. Like, But like, I remember like it made a noise, like a laugh. And like, it was like, no, like I'm friendly. Like, but it was still the whole time. I'm still being squeezed. I'm thinking to myself, wow, he like some force like brought my sister into this it brought my brother into this like it's trying to like I don't know what is going on and it's squeezing me I can still hear this breathing I'm freaking out and then in like a deep like impossibly deep like pitched down voice it starts speaking in a foreign language I don't to this day know what languages I don't know what it's saying but it sounded like middle eastern like sumerian like Tongues like God, next moment, like a chant. Like, I don't, I can't even mimic it. But, like, in my ear, bro, I can hear this like chanting over and over again, the same words. I don't know what it was. It's just squeezing the life out of me, and I'm panicking. And I don't know what to do. I can't move. And I muster all of my strength that I can't like I'm, I'm thinking cause at this point I'm literally the craziest part is I'm conscious and the podcast, I could this damn podcast. I can still hear it. Like I could, if I, if, if I could somehow ignore this thing, squeezing life out me, I could probably listen to the podcast and like hear the story they were talking about. You know what I mean? Like I was, you're still there. I was so conscious. It was so crazy. Like my brain is like, what do you do? What, what do we do? What do we do? And I'm like, you have to move. Like you have to move. You have to do something. And the way that energy channeled into my body was biting down. I wasn't biting down on it, but I was just biting down with my jaw. And I was like, thinking in my head, I don't know why I rationalize it this way, but I was like, if I bite down hard enough, this will, I'll wake up. Yep. Just if I have enough muscle movement going on, I'll wake up. And I did. I woke up on my side, thing was gone, podcast still playing, disappear gone like just vanished chanting stops squeezing stops I'm literally like looking behind me just like fully mobile just like oh my god bro so scared like literally feeling like blessed to be alive just like I want to like go downstairs and wake up my mom type of thing and I'm like 21 years old I'm like terrified I don't know what to do and I just don't sleep the rest of the night I'm just like awake The next day, I go to classes at school. I go to work. I work at a grocery store in the back room, stocking shelves and stuff. But like we're in the warehouse backside of the grocery store, like stocking shelves. And I'm telling my coworker about this. And I'm like trying to like ease into it. But it's just the only thing on my mind. So I'm like, hey, have you like ever heard of like sleep paralysis? Like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, what's that? And I'm like, damn it. Because like as soon as he says no what's that, I'm like, I can't. He's not going to relate to me. So I give him a little synopsis and he like doesn't seem to believe me. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. We're just like stacking boxes. I walk over to the freezer to like put a box away and I open the freezer. And in the split second I open the door, I see a black figure standing in the freezer behind like some boxes, just like in the corner, like jump scare. Like I may I was exhausted. Like I might've been having like just like a, flashback but like i swear i saw it and in that moment i realized some part of me realized like bro this is gonna happen again to you this thing is fall something is following you right now like something is seriously following you i go back home after work late at night i do the same routine and i'm terrified But what am I going to do? This is my life. Like this is, this is, I'm, I'm 21 year old kid living at home. What do I do when I go home? I go to that same room. This thing happened. Like what? I don't know what to do. I don't know how to go back to sleep now. Like, but I have no choice. Like, I don't, I don't know. So I go to sleep the second night. Nothing happens. I'm kidding with you guys. (laughs) Just kidding. Nothing happens the second night. Oh, take a breath. That's why. That's how I felt too. You know what I mean? How are you guys? Something's good? coming. But nothing happened the second night. I regret that nothing happened the second night because I let my guard down. If it happened two nights in a row, I feel like I would have handled it better. The fact that it gave me a night off, so to say, I wake up the next morning. I'm like, damn it, nothing happened. I'm like, okay, that was just a one time thing.
1: I beat it. I'm good. I'm done. <laughs>
2: Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash 3 a.m.
3: My name is Bill Huffman, and I am a former Cleveland News producer, and I am now the host of the podcast, Who Killed?
4: I began the show focusing on the unsolved murder of Amy Maholovic, and now each week I explore a different case with a focus on some of the victims who don't
3: get the attention they deserve. I have a deep catalog of over 225 episodes, so there is a guarantee there will be something for you. Who Killed is an evergreen podcast, killer podcasts, and slow burn media production. Subscribe today, wherever you get your favorite shows. Fast forward, because nothing happens that next day. Fast forward 12 hours or whatever. Getting ready to go to sleep again. I go to sleep. I remember this dream this time. Because... I'm in my kitchen. I remember falling asleep. I'm in my kitchen. Swear on my life, my brother walks into my kitchen holding a laptop just like my sister had been that other night. Same exact like scenario. I'm in my kitchen, the fridge is on this side, there's a island, like a, a countertop island in the middle. I'm walking in between the fridge and the countertop, and at the entrance of the kitchen, he walks in, looks at me. I say hi. He comes over to the island, puts his laptop down, starts typing. And this time, I'm lucid. Like, I'm I'm in control. I feel like I'm awake. This time, I'm like, no. I'm going to look at him, and I'm going to find out if this is really my brother. (laughs) I look at him. His light, his face is illuminated by this laptop. He's, He's sitting at the counter, staring at him. Lights glowing. He's typing. He looks up at me, grinning. All of a sudden, something tackles me on the back. Same way as the night before, except tackles me on the back, grabs me, wraps around me. It's saying the same like language stuff in my ear, but faster. As if it was just a tape fast forwarded. I fall forward with it on my back. In my kitchen, as I'm about to hit the ground, I wake up in my bed, face down, paralyzed, with a force on my back, pressing down on me, like the worst massage ever. (laughs) A shaitan massage, dude. But this time I'm terrified because I'm face down. I'm like, I'm going to freaking suffocate, bro. Like, what is happening? What is happening? And I literally am laying there like this. And I'm like, what do you do, bro? What do you do? This thing is on your back. It's talking fast forward Sumerian. And I didn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. I was, pa- I, I that second night this happened, in the same week, I gave in. Like right then and there, I was like, last night I was kind of like more comfortable. I was in another position. It was new to me. I knew what to do. I don't know what to do anymore. It's like, I don't. And I just like laid there and it passed. As as people say in these sleep paralysis situations, it's kind of like it's kind of like how you would think of a panic attack. It gets to the peak, and it just like you forget when it passed because it was so bad. You know what I mean? Uh huh. It's like you were so wrapped up in it being so bad that like you forget even when it stopped being bad, like because it was your brain was just so rattled by it.
2: Then from there, did you did you like what did you feel after? Did you go right back to sleep? Because for me, when I have sleep paralysis and Tell me about it. Like it's super intense, but it like physically exhausts me where like you would think like if you have something traumatizing, all of your senses and everything about you is like firing off like super alert. But with sleep paralysis, like even though it's traumatized, like it exhausted me to the point where I like fall almost immediately asleep. So the, the
3: the second time I did fall asleep. But that first night, like I told you, like, it was just so weird to me. And, like, just being the way I am, I didn't sleep after it. Because I was just, like... I, like, I think I think the first night, I literally, like, just, like, watched a documentary on on YouTube. Like, I just sat up in bed, like, screw that. Let's research. Like, just, like...
2: Yeah, I, I remember doing that, too. Like, the first time I got it, at least after a long time. Because I used to get it a lot as a kid. Okay. And then when I, w- like maybe like 21, I started getting it again and I wasn't going to sleep the first couple of times, like researching it and whatnot. But uh, maybe because for you, it was like your first time ever as well, you know? Right. And because, and
3: it was because like, I feel like I, I never experienced it as a kid. And I, so I was really well aware of what was happening to me when it first happened. So, like, I was, like, in for it, and I, like, didn't sleep after it because I was, like, holy crap. Because, like, it was one of the first times anything paranormal had really happened to me. This was before that first story you guys told about me. Like, this was early on in my spooky existence. It was just, like, a real, the first time was just crazy. Like, but then two nights later, like I said, I just, like, let it happen. And, like, the whole, like, it ending, me falling asleep, it all just kind of blurred. Like, just exhaustion, like you said. Like when you had it, did you see figures too? Or like,
2: yeah, when I was little, yeah. Now I don't, um, except there was, there's been one time where I've seen a figure, um, as an adult, but as a kid, I'd, I'd see somebody all the time,
3: like in your room, like looking at you.
2: Yep.
3: Oof, man. At
2: the, at the foot of my bed or like standing outside the window, even though I live on the second story oh, or at my, my door God. or on the ceiling Oh Um, Oh. yeah
1: bro. uh, uh, I was recently hanging out with a lot of family members Mm -hmm. and they asked me to tell a scary story. So I was like all right and I started telling this one and we got to the subject of sleep paralysis right and right when we started talking about that someone who wasn't really engaging at all walked into the room and was like are you guys talking about the faceless woman. Oh what. And I was like that that was exactly my reaction i was like what and he's like yeah like don't you all see the faceless woman at the foot of your bed stop and i was i was like no and he's like i he was being 100 percent serious and this dude is no bullshit he like doesn't who was this to
3: you my wife's cousin so like alarming that because like it was i'm just saying it wasn't like someone you're close with where you're like what bro it was like oh
2: okay
1: no, like we're we're close enough where he said that, and I was like, Okay, you have to tell us. And he's like, it's nothing really. I just ever since I was a little kid, I had sleep paralysis, and I'd always see this like faceless woman either at my door or at the foot of my bed.
3: Ooh. How does he know it's a woman if it's faceless, though?
1: I don't know. I Ooh. I didn't really I, I didn't really ask him a ton of details because I was gonna wait till later to be like, yo, tell me all about that so I could tell it on the podcast.
3: Oh my god. God, you should save that you should save it and get more information from him
1: i think i will he just he, from the whole vibe he was giving i didn't really feel like he was really into the whole scary story thing because he was like didn't care until we brought that up and then he walked in he's like wait are you guys talking about this but okay i'm gonna share one really quick story do it <laughs> so this is actually a story that i kind of have been asked not to tell but i think it's appropriate someone I know was going through a dark time and they were dealing with a lot of dark things and people going through dark subjects and they were struggling with it. And at the same time, this experience happened to their dad and I know their dad and he is the last person that I would say like would make something up. And he told me this story dead serious. So matter of fact, and he was just like, It happened. I have no idea. Like, I can't deny that it happened. So what he said was he was staying in this, uh, I think, hotel room or apartment because he works a lot away from home, right? Mm -hmm. And in the middle of the night, he wakes up, and he's just completely paralyzed.
3: That's bad in an unfamiliar place, too.
1: And he feels a demonic presence, a darkness in the room pressing down on him. And he said he feels pressure on his shoulder, push down, push him face down into the bed so he could barely breathe. And he said he like felt the bed creak and the like springs in the mattress creaking as he went lower and lower down into this bed. So he starts calling on God, throwing up every prayer he can. And uh, finally it releases him. And I, I think like DJ, uh, he comes out super drained and falls asleep. So he wakes up in the morning, and I think a lot of us have this experience where anyone who has a paranormal experience, the next day, you know, memories are crazy. Like they can get murky, they can and you start to wonder like, what was that? Was it as bad as I remember? You know? Am I remembering it correctly? Right. So he's he wakes up in the morning. He goes into the bathroom. He's brushing his teeth, and he looks up in the mirror. No. And he, he's wearing a white undershirt to bed.
3: No, stop. And he
1: sees something just on the tip of his shoulder right here in the mirror. Mm. So he turns, and he pulls down like this, and he's just like, Charlie, I don't know what to tell you, but I had a black handprint on the back of my shoulder no 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 and that's what i I was like no i was like no you did not because i know this guy and i was like no you did not and he's like i swear on everything and i don't know what it was but it was there so i think he burned that (laughs) t-shirt i think he was like i i don't want to mess with this i don't want any of it in my life i think he burned that t-shirt and he's just like i have no idea what that was
3: for the sake of the story, I'm picturing him just like literally taking it off in the bathroom mirror and just pulling out a lighter like, "Nope, nope, nope, nope." Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah just straight up.
3: But, no thanks. <laughs> no, but isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy like for him like the the spring he could hear the springs creaking. It's like for me it was like seeing its leg hair. Like it's like just like it's like your brain is like small details like that like is like real, bro. Like Yeah. These are real senses you're feeling right now.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know how to explain that that phenomenon. Uh, I've definitely experienced it myself. I know countless people who've gone through it. And it's weird that there's this shared experience with it. It's this black figure, this pressure, uh, people, koala bear hugging you from the back.
3: Like, I don't know, man. And, he, and you feel, and you like, and like he, like he prayed, like it's like you feel a life or death situation where you wouldn't feel in like a normal nightmare. Yeah. You feel like this is real. You need to start like making amends right now because this is going down. And I won't even tell you about the last one because it was like pretty much the same thing. Um, just for the sake of time and my memory, I really can't remember the third one, but it happened like right after, but like I didn't sleep in my bed for a year after. I slept on the floor next to my bed and Ryan can attest to this. When he would come over and stay the night, I'd let people stay in my bed and I'd sleep on the floor.
1: (laughs) You're like, good luck, mate.
3: (laughs) I didn't like, that's how shook I was. Like for a year I, I slept right next to my bed on the floor with my blankets and stuff like, and it just like became normal to me. And like, I guess for a week sleeping on the floor normally, I like just was like, this is the safe spot. Like I feel more comfortable here. I was like falling asleep easier there. And it just like, it's just so crazy to me thinking back like now. And like, I'm really hoping that telling this story out loud is not like bringing something up where I'm going to like message you tomorrow. Like, bro happened again. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> cause that thing really, like I, I really thought for a week, like I thought like, I thought it was a sign. I thought like something bad was going to happen to me. Like I was really shook up. Like I really thought like just being like a person that didn't experience a lot of paranormal and wanting to, and then having it like overwhelm me like to the point where I couldn't take it. I was like something really messed up must be like coming my way type of thing. Like, I don't know.
1: That makes sense. That would definitely feel like an omen or something. (laughs)
3: a little bit and like the way the just the way it linked with my siblings and stuff it's like to this day I think of that like if I hug my brother like I'll, I'll think of that thing grabbing
1: yeah you, you, you back up and you see him grinning all of a sudden and you're like oh no
2: you never woke up yeah oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> you're still asleep spooky <laughs> just kidding Um, it, with sleep paralysis I, I've talked about this briefly before but the feeling where the the paralyzed bit there's i can't think of any other experience that i've had where i feel that you know right like for me it feels like everyone's had the dream where you're falling and you hit the ground and you wake up right yeah the paralyzing bit feels like that impact when you hit the hit the ground after falling but just imagine that impact like Extended over like a longer period of time feels like hours. Yeah. And it's like such like an intense, like rushing. I, I don't know, dude, just it's, overwhelming everything yeah. about it.
3: You're like getting a rush in your body, like a fight or flight feeling because you're panicking kind of like, you're like, it's like, it's like such an adrenaline rush, not being able to move.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that alone is, is an insane sensation. It's hard to relate to. Cause there's not a lot of things where you feel that physically, so you get that and then you pile on start you know, adding dark visual figures. <laughs> visual details, you know? Arms and legs around your body you can see their skin or the hair. For me, I would see I would see dark figures, but I could see like the hair shining in the dark, like long hair. So I knew it was a, a girl or a woman, you know. Ugh. I could see the hair like draping over the shoulders. But yeah, yeah, it, it all it like stacks on top of each other. Do you
3: remember DJ do you remember being able to breathe because i when i when it happened to me and being paralyzed like i don't remember breathing in the scenarios
2: none of none of my uh like sleep paralysis stories like or experiences i can never breathe in any of them and every time i snap out of it there's like a short period where i'm like, <laughs> yeah. like trying to catch my breath like a coming to but
3: I'm happy. I didn't see these things faces. You, you, you see hair and stuff. Like, I, I, I was like, uh, to this day, I wonder what their face must've looked like. Like Ugh. I felt it breathing and it still bothers to the day. Like I couldn't see it. Like I physically was unable to look. And like yeah. that's one of the things that terrified me the most was like one, like, like literally laying there, this thing wrapping around you. And you're like, what does it look like? What's his face? What is this thing? Like,
2: don't, don't wonder too hard. Yeah, I was going to say don't wonder too much. Um, I think I've had one instance where it was similar to what you had with something wrapping around me. I, I had a dream where a lot of times I like to sleep like in the corner, like with my back towards the wall. And I had a dream. I think it was more of a dream than sleep paralysis uh, because there wasn't as much of a struggle – but like leading up to it felt like sleep, sleep paralysis. But I was awake in my dream and under the covers of my blanket, and I felt safe because I was up against the wall and I could see my whole room and everything in front of me. But I felt like something come through the wall behind me and, and like the wall wrapping around me and something like a face coming by the side of my head next to my ear. And before it could say anything, before I could really struggle and, like, really be in that, like, just terrible spot, I I woke up. Ugh. So, I don't know, man.
3: You know, like, those videos where they say, like, they can teach you how to lucid dream? Yep. There has to be a way to do sleep paralysis, like, voluntarily. But, bro, why would you? We should rent out a cabin in the middle of the desert and get a bunch of sleeping bags and put our mics up and cameras and watch a sleep paralysis video and see what happens.
1: Bro, uh, DJ, DJ's girlfriend recorded him while he was going through sleep paralysis.
2: No, this was a roommate. This was on one of the earlier episodes about one of my roommates. Um, we were in the living room. This was like a year, year and a half ago. And... We're watching TV. It's late. It's like a little after midnight and I fall asleep on the couch. He's still up and uh, the lights are on. I, should I tell the dream first or his perspective? Does it matter? Maybe not. But basically my dream was I was in like a, a basement of a house and it's one of those where like it's not fully underground, like there's windows higher up on the wall that like when you look through it, you can see like the ground. Does that make sense? The ground level. And I was in like a straight jacket or something that was like, like I was belted down on like a table. Strap and I'm, down. Yeah. Stra- I was strapped down and I could see everybody walking outside and I knew I was in trouble and I knew I was like kidnapped or something of that sort. And, I knew that I needed to get out as being held against my will. And as I was like yelling and screaming at people outside, like on the other side of the window, like to help me or like get me out of here, um, a voice comes right behind my head. I don't know whose voice it was, but he says, you can see them, but they can't see you. And it was just me, like, screaming and, like, just trying to get somebody's attention, just trying to get somebody's help. In the real world, my roommate's in the living room, still awake, watching TV. And I'm having this dream, and I'm, I can't move in my dream. All I can do is just scream. And he whips out his camera because I'm asleep, like, muffled screaming. Like if something's like holding their hand over my mouth, like I'm like screaming and he thinks he it's kind of funny at first, but in the context of the dream, it's it's terrifying.
3: But you know? to him it was like, What this guy's tripping yeah, yeah, this, this, dude's this is-
2: tripping. Yeah. So he he uh he filmed me let me struggle for like, it's like a 40, it's like a 45 second video of me struggling. And then he finally wakes me up. He's like, dude, you're having this, this crazy dream. I was like, I know I was dying. <laughs> you bastard. I was dying. Props to him though
3: for filming, dude. I wouldn't have thought to film.
2: I need to find that video again. It's been a little while, but the sounds that I make while sleeping, like the muffled screaming sounds, uh, like I said, it, it's probably it might be funny, but in the context of the dream, like it's it's terrifying, dude. It's
1: just it's it's a little disturbing because it's like primal. Like DJ's making primal noises. They're like, you know, it's like, uh, like I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. But when I watched it, that it sounded was like, like
2: taking a shit. Not eh. quite like that. So
1: <laughs> when I watched it, it was like funny, but I knew just knowing the context, I was like, that's not funny. Yeah, because you could tell. Uh, real quick, I was listening to a podcast today about this guy who had so many different experiences. He, he ended up contacting a demonologist to come to his house. But one, one of the experiences was he had so much sleep paralysis. And what would happen is he would fall asleep in his bed on his side. And like, let's say his left ear would be down on the pillow and he'd just be staring straight forward. And all of a sudden he would hear whispering through his pillow and he remembered that super vividly, like something going, ah, that's, 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 in his in his pillow ear. And he said like, the, but it's just the, those things that we talked about, like the weird uh, details that like stand out to you and like he knew that something shouldn't be whispering through his pillow and that's what really set him off. But anyway. Bro, I feel like we got to wrap it up kind of soon. But it's been a pleasure. It's been really fun. And that's like, this is... We we talk about it before, but this is the goal of the podcast. It's so crazy. We linked up with random homie who who's from Connecticut, moved to LA, and now we're like sharing trading stories. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's a uh,
3: and I, I'm going to bring you some. I'm hoping to bring you some kind of different ones. I don't want to. I don't want to give you the same type of stories everybody else gives you. So I'm like, I'm coming with. I'm coming with what I got. I'm like, these guys need to hear these stories. I think hey.
1: Well, we appreciate it, my man. Like honestly, your stories tonight, especially the girl one, that's gonna linger with me for a while. Is like I don't know, cause we've all been there. We've all had like sketchy hookups. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right. And, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe not all of us. The makeout story in the club too had me shook. I like these are these are good stories, man. You're a good storyteller, and yeah, we we appreciate all of your your support. And
3: it's like the meme now. It's like I should call her. <laughs> Girl, like, huh? That reminds me. I should give her a call. <laughs>
1: Please don't, though, man. I don't know. I feel like you narrowly escaped last time.
3: I'll play. I'll play. <laughs> no, I, I. I really appreciate you guys giving me the time for the platform to tell my stories. It just like hyped me up to be able to tell scary stories on a podcast. Like to think of these experiences I've had, and like if I if I had ever thought that I would be telling them to somebody who actually like lives for these kind of stories on a platform that other people will get to hear them on. Like, that's just a trip for me to, and I'm like grateful to even experience them just to be able to speak to them with you guys. So I know it like, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing that like your podcast makes me so happy listening to. It's like, when else would these guys get to tell their stories like this with some people that like, are like down to earth, funny, like, like guys you can like get along with and like just chill with. And like, you can tell them about some of the, like the freakiest things that have ever happened to you. Like what, when will you ever get that opportunity, man? So For sure. beautiful thing.
1: Hey, tell the people where they can find you. How do they, how do they look you up? IG or at what, or uh, Spotify, whatever.
3: Everything, every, you can, you can find me everywhere at spooky bands, one word, not a Z at the end. People ask me that spooky bands, no, it's just spooky bands. Exactly how it sounds. One word. And, um, september 13th in honor of my friday the 13th birth i've got a um music video coming up
1: hell yeah that's awesome well dude w- we appreciate it so much we're definitely gonna link back up after we watch mom with uh, sean and we'll let you know how that goes but dude uh, uh it's been a blast i this has been a long time coming and i i love that we're able to like collaborate in this way so i appreciate it you mind if i wrap it up
3: no keep doing you guys and stay safe out there and thank you all right
1: right. everyone out there thank you so much for tuning in i I I hope hope you guys had fun as much fun as we did tonight so everyone out there bye love you be safe
2: uh everyone out there thank you so much uh this is one of the the dreams of the podcast is to link up with good people good stories learn and be scared for a little bit you know um it's been real fun, so thank you for for sticking with us. If you've been with us for a while, or if you're new, welcome. We hope we give you more reason to stay. Um, but trust your gut and watch your back. We love you.
3: Hey, what do you want? To, what's your sign off, Spooky? My sign off is if you like these guys' stories, get their Patreon because their stories are just as good on there. And if you if you, if you always wish they, their episodes went on a little longer. Get the Patreon. I, you, know, <laughs> you know my last words got to be a plug for y'all. So get their Patreon. AM,
2: get up, bro, the ultimate plug. Thanks, G. Yeah, go listen to Spooky Bands everywhere you listen to music. That we'll to, let's, you know. <laughs> let's do this. Hey, Spooky,
1: we got shirts too. So those are coming soon. We'll let we'll we'll show you that later.
3: I'll be the first purchase. I got gotcha. you
1: Gang, gang. All right, man. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Of course, bro. See you everyone everyone take care see you
4: out there all these allegations you sound like the now I just want to headway I was in the basement, working on my setup Then I saw the checks coming, so I took it west, now I'm next up Out of town, broke, bitches fucking ball bed, trying to rest up Took it now, oh, you're stressed, baby, do better I ain't playing any yard games, I'm too ready for em. I know she gon' love me on the day, she know the bread coming After that, the world of myself gon' get a Life is all high, it's all away from my Dream big, dream more about the light that you want. Best believe it. I was outside all night, freezing. Said fuck it, get back said to the money. Yeah, dream big, right. dream more It's right. not about the life that you live. It's about the life that you want. Best believe it. I was outside all night, freezing. Said fuck it, get back Wait. to the money. Yeah, I tried to buy a lot of things. I woke up started working for them. They just want my profits. They don't know I'm never working for them. All these fake. Pay- Real soldiers I've been searching for Put them on order That's boy, I again we yeah, 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 on it I've been going all in this Baby mama want it But I don't ever flaunt Shit, I'm solid like a hornet So now, bitch I your fixing Fuck that hoe in my kitchen pot Whip I'm not missing, it oh, yeah, yeah. back to the grave am so about the plot, dig it. I'm a dreamer Morphine on me So I'm numb gonna pain cone Got my eggs on the iPhone Eggs can't call They used to make me feel smart Now I told them I'm a dream bag it's about the light that you want, let's believe it I was outside all night, freezing said, fuck it, get back yeah, to the money yeah. Dream big, right, dream, right, dream on. on It's not about the light that you live, it's about the light that you want, best believe it I was outside all night, freezing said, fuck it, get back to the money yeah. I can't breathe too well I've been faded off a couple in the new hotel They can't help you out
0: Come play with us. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs,